Welcome to Duct Tape and Paper Clips. I am Nathan Hartswick. And I'm Annie Russell. This is a show where we rewatch, review, and ridicule every episode of MacGyver for the first time since our childhoods. That's right. And tonight we are breaking down season two, episode two. The title is The Eraser. Yes. We're going to find out if it holds up. But first, before we catch up, I feel like uh, it, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, and I don't know if you know this or not, but it it was Richard Dean Anderson's birthday this past weekend. Happy birthday, <laughs> I mean, RDA. happy birthday, RDA. And also Michael DeBar, who plays Murdoch, who we haven't seen yet in the show, but will end up being MacGyver's nemesis in future seasons. They both had birthdays. Uh, I believe uh, MacGyver is 71 and Murdoch is 73. And um, I know all of this because all the Facebook groups are are full of just thirst trapty photos of (laughs) Richard Dean Anderson saying happy birthday to him. I love it. Like when I turn 71, I hope that people Mm. are just posting photos from 30 (laughs) years ago. Yeah, yep, that's yep. that's all all you can hope for. What about Annie Russell news? What's going on in Annie Russell news? Um, Annie Russell and I have been down an Alec Baldwin rabbit hole um, for okay. the past. So if anyone, uh, if any listeners of this podcast are also fans of the Double Threat podcast, mm. I am a huge fan of of their podcast and they have been doing they some, got blocked by alec baldwin on Twitter. yes right? they've been doing some excellent work over on their <laughs> podcast feed, um trying to figure out what the commonality is between the folks who have been blocked by alec baldwin mm. like obviously the hilaria baldwin thing was the most recent um thing that happened but there's been he's had like so many run-ins with folks over the years but it led me to to really go deep on his whole scandal where his podcast um, left WNYC, which is a public radio station in New York, and um, is now on like a for-profit podcast network. Uh, and the reason he cited for that um, was that they kept uh, – the WNYC staffers wanted him to do things like – fact check his uh, questions (laughs) and um, there was one particular episode where he brought on Woody Allen and like did not want to ask him anything about the The thing everyone wants to know about Woody Allen (laughs) that everyone wants to talk about so I was so engaged in that debate because I work in public radio and I was really interested in that Um, but I just went so deep on this (laughs) (laughs) this week um and it actually caused me to rewatch uh state in maine which i don't know really i remember that very well i only saw it once but i remember it very well i rewatched i haven't seen it probably since it came out in 2000 but i had forgotten that a it's set in vermont um it has every amazing actor in it um and so i rewatched that and i was like all right well this is like, I think the movie actually holds up really well. And it's, it's a Mammoth movie, right? Yeah, it's David yeah. Mammoth. And like before David Mammoth movies started getting like really weird and bad. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I rewatched it and it's now something I recommend. It's funny because I remember seeing that movie and liking it because of the cast and because it was a well-written, fun movie. Uh, oh, uh, and everyone's dialogue good at is it. incredible. It's always crackling and great. Um, but of course, they. it's funny that I know Mamet and William H. Macy have like places in Vermont and they have a frame of reference mm-hmm. for Vermont. But when you watch those movies, it's so clear that their frame of reference is skewed by being rich. Yes. You know, because their version of Vermont, as they depict it on screen, is always quaint and like I, as i recall that that movie has like a couple of characters in rocking chairs who like dispense <laughs> old-timey wisdom in every oh, other scene yeah, and yeah. i just remember thinking and the, i just remember thinking this is not vermont like these guys would be much dirtier and they'd be at a shitty diner and they'd be homophobic too like you know that <laughs> if you wanted to really get the vermont thing right that is so interesting because they they have these older men who are just kind of the folksy yeah, characters folksy, real folksy. and they're sort of like but they're also really progressive and you're just like no 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 like you've never been the to, manic like, pixie the real... lead the like female romantic lead is oh, just too goddamn perfect to be a vermonter you know <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. yeah. It was just she, like, yeah, okay. she like runs a bookstore and she's also yeah. really interested in drama. And like, here's the thing, anyone like that, um, who lives in Vermont, and I'm not saying there are not people like that in sure, Vermont because yeah. there are, they're, uh, partnered up so quickly. Like they're, they're not yeah, even going to be available uh, <laughs> no. for any, there's so few, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't just walk around being great and attractive in Vermont without somebody locking that down. You absolutely do not. Um, You don't. So what about you? What's what's been going on in your oh, world? Oh, what about me? Um, obviously, we're in a very safe place, and I feel very fortunate. And I'm uh, and I, I'm aware that I have the privilege to be able to do this. But like once every three or four or five months, we have to just like test all of our, you know, test a handful of our friends and then, you know, go get an Airbnb and spend the weekend together hugging each other and laughing, you know, and that's, <laughs> so that's what we did this weekend. Oh, nice. Um, but it was fun. It was really fun. And uh, it's amazing to me after having spent so much time away from social groups, how fast I get tired, you know, socializing <laughs> with a group of people. It's just it, almost to me, it's like, I need to take a break and lie down and take a nap, everybody, because I can't handle this. You're um, going to have to slowly reintroduce yeah. socializing once, yeah. once it's safe. It's interesting. It'll be real interesting to see how we all reintroduce ourselves to society. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. We don't have to worry about that quite yet. No, um, no, Cause who sure. knows when we're all getting this vaccine? I think, um, right. Right. Who knows when the switch will be flipped and everything will be all good again. So I am assuming that if you are spending an inordinate amount of time researching Alec Baldwin's story, that things may have gotten better for you as a journalist. (laughs) Because if that's what, if you're able to like go down that rabbit hole for the fun of it, I'm assuming things may be a little better than, oh, I don't know, January 7th or so. (laughs) You know, it's weird. Something happened on January. Something lifted. (laughs) Um, No, I've been talking about this. It it is just um, there's a lightness and a sort of like there's not the panic and just I'm not going to speak to like journalism as a whole, but for myself, like I was having panic attacks this year. I, I had this like stress induced eye twitch that was happening this year. Like my entire body was basically shutting down, um, because of stress and like all of those symptoms have cleared up, um, which is very interesting. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm very happy (laughs) to hear that. Let's get to our guest. Let's do it. Yes. Uh, he is a super funny comedian. You've seen him on Conan and his comedy half-hour special and at festivals all over the goddamn world. Welcome our hilarious pal, Shane Torres. Oh, and uh, uh, Late Night with Stephen Colbert, which he's drinking a mug from right now. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help that. <laughs> he's just, uh, don't forget this credit. Um, yeah, yeah. It's Shane Torres. Hi, Shane. How are you? Good to see you both. I just How botched the shit out of that intro. No, you did good. You did good. I, yeah. I brought prop yeah. coffee mug comedy into this. Yeah. <laughs> The credits uh, need to be visual. We need to yeah, be able to right. see them at all times. And here's my Conan yeah. shirt from the yeah, merch table. Yeah, but look, don't forget, my, I am just promotional wear. Oh, you have point. a comedy seller <laughs> yeah, hat like, on. Yeah. I mean, I, I am sitting in front of a Vermont Comedy Club banner, yeah, so what can I say? Shameless. Yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're, yeah, you're, where's my, uh, do you know, both know Graham K? He's a really funny comic from yeah. Canada. He lives in the States. He's in Brooklyn. But he did Colbert, too, and he got a mug as well. And then he broke. And he was like, oh. I, so he just bought another mug from, <laughs> on, <laughs> and it showed up broken. No. <laughs> yeah. You know, just <laughs> oh, that's I mean, but, at that point, you just have to accept like, that. You just have to yeah. scrub your set from the Internet. I right. think that's really right. what happened. So. Uh, I wonder how, how did he feel about how the set went? I hope it went better uh, than the The set was great. He's very okay. handsome, so he's also easy on the eyes. So, <laughs> so he's got that going it's like a double. Yeah. He's a double threat. That's just, just karma being like, you're too good looking to be this funny. We're going to break every mug you own. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. How are you, man? What's new with you? I haven't talked to you in a million years. Um, I don't know. Um, besides the things everybody's going through, you know, I, what did I, find? I don't know what I, I was doing the same thing I was doing even more than the last, like when I last time, all I was doing was festivals and stand up and yeah. writing and working uh, because committing to someone besides myself would be too much of a tragedy. <laughs> and so that was mostly what I was doing. And then, you know, then everything <laughs> turns out if you make all of your money touring, 
And then the entire industry is decimated for live event production. Right, right. You're going to really have to figure a few things out. It's weird because um, it was like the internet came along and destroyed all profits you could possibly make from recorded media, right? From physical recorded media. So no more records. You got to make all your money on ticket sales. And then COVID came along, killed that too. Yeah. 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 It's like now how the fuck are you supposed to make money? It's, It's like crazy that like the arts are actually the last thing anyone ever needed to survive. And we... For years, we were just like, no, you need us. It's important. <laughs> yeah. No, this is a clearly not a thing. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. That's a pretty cynical way to look at it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm doing comedy in underground cheese shops or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, like in Qu- I'm Cuomo's number one offender or whatever. Were you doing illegal shows, like Prohibition um, style? I... Yes, and no, like, they were all outdoors, you know, mm-hmm. and they were, like, spaced and stuff, but um, they all been socially distanced, but technically yeah. they're illegal. You can't have mm-hmm. any kind of ticketed event at all. Right. So we right. Just, like show up and we'll, see, you know, but then for some reason, uh, other shows are allowed to exist that are ticketed comedy events that mm-hmm. are institutions. Right. And run. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, but I don't want to get, I don't want to cost myself a job. <laughs> yeah, I've been, okay. I don't want to cost myself a job. I've been turned down for three times. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, we've talked to a few other people who have done a lot of those outdoor and rooftop stuff during the summertime. Yeah. And uh, uh, people have talked about how a lot of times the crowds are really awesome because they're so desperate for like, they've been incredible. Of, that yeah. is the thing is that like, I will say there was, cause I also did the tour with Bert where we did the drive-in theaters. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and the thing is people were so happy to have anything. Mm. It could have been a kid like, hitting a, a wheel with a stick and they lost their fucking minds like <laughs> a dog it was doing crazy. Somersaults. some of them were just like you are amazing and i was like i was not yeah. <laughs> like, like, uh, like some it's wild like how desperate some people were they're like yeah. i saw you <laughs> what about you have you guys has your writing been like diligent in this time or no because mine has just been like no, absolutely not. Like I would say there are a couple of things that have just kind of popped into my head, yeah. you know, through the course of whatever, but there has been no process. There has been no uh, yeah, yeah. practice. It, uh, it's been very haphazard. And I uh, think it's just that's like, crazy. I managed to pen the next great American novel. Well, good for you. <laughs> oh, Honestly, yeah, yeah. good for you. Um, I'm, looking, I'm really looking for your NPR crowd to help me out on this. If you right. could. So, like, <laughs> It's called American Gunfuck. It's about a guy who has <laughs> about a guy who has a dick for a gun, uh, oh and God. a gun for a dick. It's a oh, is this, okay, this yeah. what you guys? Is this a family show? I, I mean, where where do I sign? This, yeah. this sounds great. Um, yeah, just Believe above just above the belly button would be. Oh my God, it does feel like there's going to be a lot of really weird shit though when the world opens up again. Oh, I've been yeah. writing this really fucked up stuff in so quarantine. So many people have just been like putting like been like, "What do you think about a show?" And I'm like. You what? weren't doing it well when it was normal. Why yeah. do you now? <laughs> that is really true. And I think that like the few, um, you know, times that I've seen comics during um, this time who have tried to joke about it, it just is not working. So like if people are writing pilots about quarantine itself, like yeah. I, I just feel like maybe I, not. I also feel like that's the last thing anybody's mm-hmm. going to want to absorb in a mm-hmm. year or whenever it would come out. You know, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You remember when we all thought Tiger King was the thing that would right. get us through this? <laughs> and you're like, I'm saving it because it's only really going to be another week or so we're in this mess. So I just gotta right, watch, right, right. watch it. I'll watch one on Monday and Wednesday. And, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. All right, we we have got to get we have got to move on here. This is great. Um, well, first uh, of all, I, I don't know. We don't have to. Um, uh, Shane, it's crazy uh, you could do this show without the MacGyver recap, and it would still probably I probably be good. could. Yeah, of course yeah, I yeah. could. Um, uh, but then it would just be three people talking about nothing. Um, yeah. And ne- and there's no other podcast yeah, uh, like that. There's not a, there's not one that's four hours long that's a mix between right. MMA right. and Moon Cheese conspiracy. <laughs> Speaking of MacGyver, have you? Were, have you ever watched MacGyver before? Mm-hmm. Or was this a new thing for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I mean, reruns or whatever. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I remember. I don't remember being an avid watcher of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what I do know is that uh, Richard Dean Anderson, star of the show, uh, <laughs> went to the same college as a very good buddy of mine. I mean, clearly a bit older, but mm-hmm. uh, that was like 
my buddy was like, yeah, I mean, we fucking had a great, it's a great school. And I was like, what the fuck is St. Cloud State? And he goes, Richard <laughs> Dean Anderson. <went> <laughs> he and was, was like, like their <laughs> famous person. And, and I was just like, what? He goes, MacGyver. And like, oh, okay. <laughs> like that's, you know, like that's a little, that's like, I went to University of North Texas. Who went there? It's like, uh, Paul J. Miller. Who? <laughs> Robocop. <laughs> I knew that I remembered the tropes, mm-hmm. you know, like I remember the uh, Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. I know like it's weird. He weirdly seems like kind of like a bohemian spy. Like he's always <laughs> yeah. like, he's like in this episode, you know what I mean? Like it's always like, why is this spy like he's not drinking and he's having like, you know, like goat's milk or something. And this yeah. is in the 80s, too. Which, right. right. Like, oh, yeah. Which Super I, I wholesome. Super. Yeah. Wholesome. Which I think was like I didn't even think like most of America knew goats made milk then. So <laughs> well, I well, let's hey, let's jump into this episode. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. Um, let's refresh our memory. Annie's going to give us a little summary of what happened uh, for those of us who need. This a, is my favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> yes, here is what happened. Pete asks MacGyver to intercept Michael Simmons, an American suspected of spying for the East Germans. Meanwhile, a local mob boss asks retired hitman Jimmy the Eraser to kill the same man. At first, Jimmy tries to get MacGyver to lead him to Michael Simmons posing as his estranged father, but MacGyver exposes the lie, convinces Jimmy not to go through with it, and helps him fake his own death in order to escape the mob. And that's the episode. Amazing. Um, well, let's start with the low-hanging fruit. Like, let's talk about the stuff we absolutely have to talk about. Uh, Shane, what were your what were your first thoughts, or what what was the thing you felt like? Well, like to be honest, because like I told you guys, I was running behind it because I thought I remember the episodes being a half hour. <laughs> I like, mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I got pressed for time today. I was like, fuck. Yeah. So I was like, anything that was just kind of like a little bit of exposition, I was just like, fuck this. They're talking about his past. And I just like <laughs> skip forward. <laughs> okay. okay. Like, so you did. So you like, I caught a lot yeah. of it. I caught, I watched, it was a 48 minute episode. And I think I caught like 36 minutes. Gotcha. Of, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, and for those... a MacGyver episode, that's enough. Like, that yeah, is really plenty. all you need. Yeah. To... I will say this. His hair is like something to behold. Yeah. <laughs> like it is, there's a part. And these are things th- when I was watching the things I remember was like, Oh, the pocket knife. I remember that was like, like, I remember that from when I was a kid, like it rang a bell. And then, um, you know, he always saves someone in a kooky fucking way. <laughs> like he never just, he never has, he never has the, the balls to just kick some guy's ass. He just right. he has to get a paint can and, <laughs> You're like a, a bag of nails and create a fucking radar out of it or whatever, yeah, you know, right. like it really uh, that. And I remember that I was like, I was like, when that happened at the end, like that version of this episode, I was just like, wow, here we go. Like I was a little disappointed. Yeah. But and then at the very end, I liked kind of uh, how they wrapped it up. I was like, oh, this is like a really bad, like draft of a mob movie kind of like yeah. like yeah. Yeah, yeah and then like he goes down there and he's like two errors on one play like it's all like yeah this is the thing i don't uh, understand about his witness protection life in florida is that like he's openly talking about his real past right. um, in the locker room <laughs> when he's supposed to be like under a new identity yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not crazy to see how that guy got pinched like, no, like, and he's just uh, across the board bad at his job. He's absolutely. you know he's 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 pulling out a gun in broad daylight and running across and like no even though he knows he yeah, can't catch these people. Yeah, it wasn't even a little that that was like a crazy scene. <laughs> yeah, that he just walks up and he's just like bat like it was like a bad guy in a video game. Yeah, <laughs> like it was just like bah, 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 bah. like yeah. it was, he was just running towards him with guns. It's like yeah. you know you don't have to get close to hit him with a bullet. <laughs> He even had that like stilted video game like walk yeah, like he has the a way bad his leg. body was moving. Yeah. <laughs> but it was yeah, I oh. I would say generally uh Jimmy is poor. Um it, it is not uh difficult to see why he got out of this game. I thought that the cover story of being this guy's dad was just like talk about the most easily fact-checked like cover story of all time. It's like, "Uh no, he's my son. Uh I don't fully know his name, but um I don't know. There was no internet then. Like, you know, like you kind of let a few things slide, you know. I guess but MacGyver is literally a spy. Like I you would think that MacGyver would have caught on to this whole uh plan a little bit sooner than he yeah, did. Yeah, but I MacGyver would... is like smart smart. He's not street smart. That's true. 
And he admits at the end, he said, I've never been this wrong about somebody. So he, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, which yeah. by the way is not true. Cause we've watched a <laughs> full true. season and a half of this show <laughs> and he, he is wrong about, people but he does say, he goes, he goes, I'm wrong about people a lot, but I have never been this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Um, I, like I also thought when I was thinking about Jimmy being bad at his job, there's that last moment where that beautiful moment where Bert MacGyver steps in the path of the gun and he convinces him to not shoot his, you know, his mark. And I'm like, I, I timed it. It was two and a half minutes of screen time that he stood there i'm like this guy he should have popped both of them and run away like he's just you know the fact that he's able to be turned by this guy he spent an evening making food with and playing air hockey with is look some men bond in certain ways right right right? (laughs) like you know like I kill for a moment like that with another man these days that wasn't in my bubble. <laughs> this is straight up like a bromance for the ages, this thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Well, yeah. I like I like also Richard Dean Anderson loves hockey. Like <laughs> and like and like yes. this place, like this has nothing nothing to do with it nothing to do with the advancement whatsoever i really was like did they just have access to a rink for a couple hours like what is the purpose for sure what it is it's oh it's it's all him though yeah he's a minnesota guy he loves hockey Mm -hmm. i guarantee you that's it that is what it is yeah Yeah. and he wanted to be a professional hockey player he broke both his arms and then he became an actor and now he's like you know and and even like in when he was doing the show when he became famous from the show he had this like all-stars hockey game that he put on all the time so like hockey is Richard Dean Anderson's thing and you know he just like went to the writers and was like can you like write me a thing I'd love to skate in the show I'd love to skate in the show yeah I was like like let's just make it CBS pay right for this <laughs> it has nothing <laughs> to do with the five thousand dollars which yeah. is not a lot for what I'm bringing in <laughs> right 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 and then just like and now today that's like an eighty thousand dollar shoot and the, and it's 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 like downright confusing because it this is like we're so used to this show uh, presenting one fact at a time in a laborious and linear fashion and this uh, beginning There's sequence two five dollar like, words <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and this beginning sequence is like three different scenes intercutting very confusingly between yeah, the three. Yeah, that, and yeah. And you're like, what the oh fuck God. is that? When they first showed the old man pushing the little girl on the swing, I'm like, is this an osteoporosis commercial? What is this? Uh, like- I, but I actually kind of liked it. Like, I don't know why, but it, like, I know it's like, it's like they... <laughs> It was clunky, but they pulled it off. It was like so watching funny. an it was like watching a U.S. men's national team soccer game when they went. It was like, yeah, we're just, they didn't look good, but they got it done. Like, yeah, it just yeah. did. It felt very student film to me the way they were trying to juxtapose mm. these two scenes. And normally, a MacGyver episode is just very much like, and then, and then, and then, and it's yeah. just the most um, A B C. Like Nathan kinda, said, yes. yeah, it's just A B C, like very chronological. Everything is just super like on the nose and this was like them trying something um that didn't i mean it didn't work but at least they they tried well it's the second episode of the second season you're supposed to take a risk then yeah totally yeah, yeah like because so, yeah. you can't do it in the you can't do it in the premiere of the second season because if because the first season was a hit it really was like even if you don't like it it was a hit oh yeah okay oh, yeah yeah For, and then you got to come you can't take a risk. You got to like, but you got to do the thing you were doing. But have you great. seen the first and, episode of the second season? No, but is it, <laughs> is it, is it exactly like the first, the whole first season? Uh, um, no, it's not really actually. It, it, it goes in a different direction a little bit, right? Yeah. Annie? They're yeah, they're continuing to try stuff. You gotta give them that. Um. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> like you take any show now, and within ten episodes, like if you can't lock in what you are, then we're not renewing you. Like yeah, th- in many cases, you have to shoot the whole ten episodes as though it's the same movie because it all has to match and be. And and th- and this is twenty two episodes per season of them just fucking throwing spaghetti at the wall. <laughs> you know, like every episode, it's a heist movie. It's a yeah. spy movie. It's a Cold War thriller. It's a this or that. And it, it really is still doing that. Even in the second season, it's still like, maybe we're this now. Maybe we're that. Yeah. I don't hate him for that. I mean, I would they're love d- to have that freedom, yeah. you know? It's like they're that person who comes around. Ba- yeah. That yeah. person who comes home every Christmas from college with like a new thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you up to now, Jeremy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it like, really like, is ah. like, I'm going by Jer now, actually. Yeah, I'm like, going by Jer and uh, you should come see my surf rock band play at the Sandpiper. <laughs> But to bring it back to the hockey thing, I was yeah. excited at the beginning. I really thought we were getting a hockey episode, yeah, and right. I was psyched. Um, I yeah, was, they were going to blow up the hockey rink or something, went, right? Yeah, Terrorists, we you know. I, yeah. I was fucking certain when I saw the title of the episode. It's like, oh, he's going to save someone with, with an eraser. 
Like, 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 like I, I was like, oh, he'll probably put it in someone's gun and then it'll yeah. backfire and he'll live. Like, like a Looney Tunes thing. Yeah, I just, I was like, it, well, clearly, like, I was like, there's like, this show is very, like, let's hit the nail right on the yeah. fucking head. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I was like, I I, well, I don't Do I even need to watch this or could I just. They like to be clever with the titles, though. They like to be a little yeah. too clever with the titles. It's, that is a fun exercise to try to see if you can figure out what the episode is going to be about based mm-hmm. on the title. Yeah. And in yeah. no, at no point was I like, oh, yes, Jimmy the Eraser. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I literally was like, when I saw that it was an hour long, I was like, I bet I could just bullshit my way through this. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, was I like, would, uh, I, I could definitely edit this to, down to a half hour show easily. You know, you know, Kyle Ayers. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember he did that show faking a murderer? It was about the making a murderer. He's done show. so many brilliant shows. <laughs> I don't know. If he, I did, know that he, he started a podcast called faking a murderer when mm-hmm. making a murderer came okay. out mm-hmm. and he would invite someone on and they would talk about each episode. And then at the end, he would just tell them he had never watched it, which was true. <laughs> 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 and so then his, pull- la- his last episode was explaining it to somebody who had never watched. It. <laughs> oh, shit. That's so great. Um, he's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah, he's so clever. Uh, I think I, what yeah. I've always said about the this uh, show, uh, MacGyver, is that you what don't you've have you've always to, said. What I've always said. Famously, yeah. what I've Holding always said. Holding to my said. father's maxim. <laughs> yes. This is in my memoirs. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if anyone would bother to publish them, you'd see that. Um, it's like you don't have to watch any other episode of MacGyver to jump into any episode. But yeah. I think also you probably don't even need to watch this episode of MacGyver. <laughs> like you just, that it would be the real test. Broad yeah, strokes. Right. Yeah. Right. I think that's kind of great though. It is just McDonald's, you know, like it's just a meal, right? Like, right. and you can take it in and you don't have to appreciate it. <laughs> I think that's kind of what's like the, the best part about this show. Yeah. 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 That, other people have said that it's like calming to watch because you know that he's just gonna, he's always going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. Like, yeah. it, you know, the tension is not like, Oh, I'm, I'm burying my that yeah. high. It's like, um, it's like a episode of new girl or something, you know? Yeah. yeah just they're not doing any sort of like, um, like they're not trying to do any soapy, like, and then he dies and then he comes back yeah. as the yeah. other guy. Like none of that, no, which happened. is great that that's a good thing because sometimes yeah. you just want that. And some, in some ways, <laughs> this show is kind of ahead of its time because everything right now is super intense when mm-hmm. you're consuming media, mm-hmm. except for like SVU when people just have that on, you know. And it's it's wild that as a culture, our we watch SVU to calm down. Like that is <laughs> yeah. horrific in yeah. and of itself. Yeah. The show where there's but... always semen being mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do think about the fact that like this is not tense at all to for me to watch now but as a kid this i was like edge of my seat on this shit you know i was yeah like, yeah bro yeah that's a very good point I, I bet it, i bet it was just like oh my god i can't yeah. wait to get more cereal and watch the last half of this yeah. show <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Um, there are things I liked about this episode. I liked the, I mean, Mac is so fucking cool here with his convertible Jeep and his like blazer with the sleeves pulled up and the mm-hmm. aviator sunglasses uh, dicking around LA. Like that to me is like his apartment. This is the first time we see this apartment. And that, this is oh, is that really fucking is insane? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's yeah. got a basketball hoop next yeah. to an air hockey. I mean, thing. this like, is every little boy's fantasy. Yeah. Apartment. It's like, it's like, it's like the guy from big didn't have the budget. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but like the air hockey machine is just right underneath his basketball. Who was like, "Why are you even laying it out this way, fucking idiot?" Well, he moves around a lot, as we've established. So he's always throwing his basketball hoop and his foosball table and his, uh, you know, fencing swords. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I liked his winking in this episode, and I don't remember if the whole series did this, but this kind of like. Like it seems like almost like it had a sense of humor about it. So when he the soda gun thing with the bartender, yeah, right, in mm-hmm. the episode, mm-hmm. when he's like, "Do you have any olives?" You're like, "Oh, he's gonna do something with olives to fix this." Yeah, and then he just like fixes the gun with the the toothpick. <laughs> the, the, so, yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of funny because you think like he's gonna do something, and then it happens again with the window, right? When he's trying to cut it, like he gets out his uh, pocket knife, and then he just pushes, and the door opens, you know." 
Oh so yeah, like they, right, right. They, right. they kind of wink at themselves twice. Like so, they're like, yeah. aren't we like breaking the fourth wall without actually breaking the fourth wall? Yes, kind of thing, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I did like. And for 1986, that's a pretty clever thing. It's pretty cute. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. Yeah, yep. And they 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 have like a few moments like that are funny in this episode, which actually is something that uh, I, I welcome at this point in the game. They're trying to they're finally figuring out who they are so they can like afford to make those like the bean curd thing where he eats the what he thinks. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. yeah. That's stuff. I laughed on that. I, I was like, that is laughed. a that I mean in 19. 1986 like whipped bean curd was like yeah that was a hilarious joke like no, a hilarious was, joke that was just for the weirdos who all lived together you yeah, know? yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. i had yeah. i can guarantee that myself and my entire family had never heard of that um before yeah. this aired on television in 1986 you mean the irish people who lived in the bronx didn't have whipped <laughs> bean curd every night they did not they did not uh that was that was a strange i will say that pete eating yogurt in this episode was one of the grossest things i've ever seen in my it was life. disgusting <laughs> And it like it's delicious. Just, yeah, just like ugh, like it was just like oh god. It was and like also it was like relax, have some yogurt. It's like who yeah. relaxes like that? Yeah, it's like that's like what a stressed Pam from the office would do to relax. <laughs> I find I often find myself wondering, like, uh, like almost being able to see what the director was saying in the moment, you know, like it's it's total projecting. But like when he grabs that bowl and that spoon, you know, I can just see a director being like, really dig into it, really like shovel it into your mouth. We yeah, gotta yeah, get yeah, the yeah, sense yeah, you yeah, really yeah, love it, a, you know. There's another moment where I thought, like, that, what if it was like Michael Bay was like, eat the goddamn yogurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the other thing was also eating. It was when he ate the sprout sandwich. I was like, oh, a director was like, not enough sprouts. You can't see the sprouts on camera. Put more sprouts in his in his sandwich. It's got to be funny. It's got to be so many sprouts. It's like that's so sad that that's true. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. But like, why do you think they went with those two food items? Like in what universe would Pete not be eating a bologna sandwich? Like, I, <laughs> I don't understand. But they're in like Mac's house, right? Yep. And he's yeah. and he's the natural food guy. Yeah. He's, he's a little bit weird yeah. that way. And that's part of his character. Yeah, like, that's what makes me so smart is that I right. love this kind of, you know, like. I love sprouts. Love sprouts. Love sprouts. Oh my Who god, <laughs> so dumb. Um, yeah. So, oh, so I mean, we haven't talked about the fact that that uh, there's that blonde guy who's trying to, you know, he's the whole reason for this episode is this blonde guy is like dicking over the East Germans for something. And I was, I thought it was so them, funny. Give him like sauerkraut or something. Like I don't that? know, yeah. but yeah, but he's dicked over the East Germans, and then he's going to take three days to get on a plane to leave the country. So he's just that. Yeah, that is why he's like, we we live in three days. He's like, what? Get leave to out. it, man. <laughs> Yeah. You leave at the right time of day, you can be at LAX in yeah. an hour. You know, like, and in yeah. the '80s, there was no security. You could have been yeah. out of there very so quickly. Fast. Um, Just a handful yeah, of yeah. It's like shake a leg, motherfucker. This is in 2002. You, have a ca- you, have, you could have walked into LAX with that briefcase full of cash, pulled yeah. out a thousand dollars, and bought oh, a ticket. Oh, cool! You're a rich guy with a bunch of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that guy was dumb. I loved all the cartoony dialogue that Jimmy the Eraser has, and I love the yeah. fact that like yeah. this. So this is not the first time this show has done this. And I wrote down all the last names that were used in this, in this world they've created. Banning, um, Kendall, uh, they use the word Chuck and the word Ralph. They are so afraid to use Italian names to represent mobsters, I think because they're like afraid of mobsters <laughs> because this hmm. is clearly a mob story, right? And the guy from Jersey is clearly like a mob hitman, and they're but not one surname is Italian in this whole episode. I'm like... You just that afraid of the mob that you're going to give them all waspy names? I love the idea of a mob boss sitting at home watching MacGyver. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, that's my family's last hey, name. Hey, it's a MacGyver. Whack the director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, uh, what else we got, Annie? Anything on your list? I got tons of stuff, but. I Yeah, I would say that the, the actual, um, the traitor guy, that whole apprehension with the car um, was among um, the strangest things I've seen on this show. Oh, where manages, the pick up the phone thing? Yeah, manages yeah. to kind of like wire the car so that they're locked from the inside until they pick up the phone. Really, really weird, I thought. They couldn't um, even pull their own locks up, right? Yeah, it was it was just really strange because like I don't know that cars had even power locks that could be I, I, that was just kind of um, they were going for something that I found kind of confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved such an eighties uh, feel, so that was yeah. kind of cool. But that MacGyverism like didn't work. I thought I kind of enjoyed it to be honest. <laughs> like it was like I don't know why, but 
I just, I was like, yeah, this is a fun. What was the line he said? It was like, uh, people, there are two kinds of people with a car phone. Those who are important, those who want to look important. I'm like, man, nothing's changed, man. Yeah, exactly. Like those who are important, those who want to, who think they're important. And I think I know which one this guy is. Like it was just (laughs) the most. But it's so great that that was a thing back then. It was like, this is the Bluetooth of 1986, you know? Yes, yeah. and it was sort of the the nod to like, look at this rich asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yuppies. Yeah, it was like, this yuppies. guy's probably never had whipped bean curd in his life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, look at this. Look at this rich white whipped bean curd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I loved? Uh, what scene I loved was when he broke into the skyscraper. I was like, ah, the old open the elevator doors with your feet while hanging in a mine shaft trick <laughs> <laughs> to get into the room. I forgot about that scene. This thing was rapid pace. Yeah, me. and then he and then he, he electrocutes the little lock and everything and I, and I was like oh cool there's a fucking Rolodex in there that was so retro and then he leaves and he's like leave behind nothing but footprints or whatever and I'm like you cut their lamp in half like how are you you're leaving a frayed cord behind yeah he, like he's like right. I left nothing behind um, but I like not scene. as much continuity as you would think like for a guy <laughs> yeah, who, can, like, who can string together all this shit you know like you're right. like, like the show is kind of sloppy you know like it's also the most CBS show ever Mm-hmm. Like it feels like the, it will. There will always be a version of it in their lineup. Yeah. Well, actually, so they have the rights to it now, but this was an ABC show back then, which is all the same. But same. It's, they feel it's, like yeah. the same network to yeah. me. Yeah. Same it's, thing. And I mean, to your point, there's a new MacGyver that exists now right. that I think I haven't seen it, but I think it just draws on the same exact premises. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know sometimes people from the show have made because I was reading about it a bit while I was watching it. Mm make cameos in it but i don't yeah, think richard right. dean anderson has made a cameo he has not, in it no yeah no yeah. um oh, he has not <laughs> he has not <laughs> yeah i have to go th- down a, sl- a tiny little rabbit hole here because when so uh the final act when they're like they're stalking each other through the warehouses and everything um there's this moment where the bad guys go around a corner and there's this very prominent graffiti on the corner so I looked it up. I was it's in Spanish. So I looked it up. And it, it was about um the Revolutionary Communist Party. Um it was like a Trotsky kind of revolutionary. It's the name of a revolutionary communist handbook is like painted on this wall as they're like walking through the streets of LA. Wow. I was like, that's so fucking crazy that To be fair, they don't really dive that deep into MacGyver's past on this show. That's so true. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's an Easter egg. Or something. It could be. It felt like one. You can't make whipped bean curd like that. Yeah. Like <laughs> just like in, you go there, you go to the source and you learn how to do it the way they do it. You know? Yeah. And like, to be fair, all we know about him based on this episode is that he was a quote rink rat um, and really yeah. into hockey. That yeah. could have been taking place in the USSR. That, yeah. that could have yeah, been. Very it does sound like a slur for like a Canadian immigrant. Look <laughs> 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 at all these goddamn rink rats coming down here and doing comedy. I would love like a like a retcon version of this where he it's like the Americans where he is like works for the Phoenix Foundation, but we find out that he's a double agent for the USSR the whole time because he's so that patriotic. Would be great. He's so patriotic, but like. But I will say that the the anti gun thing from him. There are times when I'm like, oh, that's cool, and there are times when I'm just I'm like, you don't need to beat us over the head with this uh, yeah. quite so much. Um, which is so funny because you worked for NPR, which like it continually beats people over people over the head with no guns. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, I'm not saying I'm pro gun, but I am no, I know. I just if I were a spy. Um, yeah. I might have to utilize one occasionally. But Annie, you could yeah. just pat pat your coat pocket and people would think you had a gun in it <laughs> that moment that was funny that was pretty great yeah it's like oh so you're not ab- above pretending yeah. That. <laughs> yeah exactly oh god i i just every single uh, uh dialogue exchange with papa what's his face papa chuck where the fuck his name is uh just cracked me up it was like next level terrible acting the one that sticks out in my head was when uh (laughs) they it's near the end when the bald guy comes back and he goes like jimmy didn't ice him mr banning so simmons is gonna sing to the feds and then he's go he's gonna do a paliachi yeah that's why i was gonna bring that up oh my god and the and the kid is tugging on grandpa's thing grandpa 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 it's just like what the fuck seventh grader wrote this scene? It was crazy. And then yeah. like he's talking about murdering this man. He's got a fudge bomb in his hand from the ice. Yeah. <laughs> like what's going on? He's like, I love these things. Anyways, make sure his brains are all over the wall. Mm. Look at the yeah. pictures and see what ice cream you want. Now split him open from skin to skirt. 
Yes. Bizarre. It's got gumballs for eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and if his kids say anything, you clip their nuts too. <laughs> oh my god. I want to just quickly talk about what happens in the uh, party, the party warehouse with the mirror and the fake mm. siren. Uh, what do we think about this scene? I mean, yeah, the that death was not convincing in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. Um, it oh. was very oh, you, clear. You disagree? No, you were like, oh, that got me. <laughs> I, I did love when he just stood at the window and then they shot it. Like, yeah. that was, <laughs> it was fucking four stories away and they're like there he is yeah Bang. Boom. <laughs> i do i want to live in a world where that is enough for the mob to be convinced and right. be like we well job well done everybody let's get out of here and grab some ice cream like yeah. this yeah. like <laughs> no follow-up needed on this guy's yeah. body yeah. we're just gonna leave it there um that's you know his body's ice cold just like this, <laughs> one, this <laughs> you know, I uh, fucked it up. God damn it. No. I really, I dropped that ball on the one yard line. Uh, um, you know, we're all a little rusty, Shane. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. I mean that, that my, and when he started unrolling that Mylar, I was like, there's no way that's stable enough to create the illusion you're looking for. And then the, I mean the, the <laughs> real piece de resistance there was that fucking kazoo horn from one foot away inside the same room. And then yeah. they they knew it was bad. So when the guy left, uh, uh, Jimmy turns to MacGyver and says, like, you know, he'd study for a blood test. He gives him that, like, stupid street d joke about how dumb Ralph is so that we understand. Yeah, yeah, he fell for something super dumb, but he's super dumb. His study for a blood test saying that is a thing I would actually put in my act. Not like as a whole bit, <laughs> but like if I thought of it, I would act, I for sure would be like. You know, it'd be like a little little bit of cheese to get everybody into the Yeah, trap. a little one-liner, yeah. get everyone on your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of just get it. Yeah, yeah. Like the one of those kind of like, <laughs> you're so dumb, you'd study for a blood test. Get, get this guy uh, some more. Get this guy, get this guy another push pop or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else we missed before we move on to our next thing? I just, I love their embrace at the end. They're oh, yeah. what a love story best this was. friends forever um, based on this, this one day or, or two together. I mean, so. MacGyver, every time when he's getting like really getting to know Jimmy, uh, like every time they cut to MacGyver and he's smiling, I'm like, this could be him smiling at a woman he's attracted to. Like it is like dimples mm. and, and it's like, he's really enjoying himself. And I think we're supposed to get the idea that MacGyver's kind of lonely. And this is like a real friendship that he's bonding over sports and all this stuff and but like there's it's just crazy something that you had a it. problem with the cellophane mirror thing but you're giving them this much credit like, I oh, like, like <laughs> it is fucking insane he's kind of lonely you're like, i don't know i think hey, we're supposed the to writing establishes lonely. that in subtext if you look <laughs> but then you're just like there's no way it would present the kind of image to shoot a man <laughs> Oh my god. All right, touche. Fine. I'm just saying I think I, I Nathan I think gives this show so much so leeway. Much. It is it, you you could I'm, write I'm fucking a beginning dissertation to see um, oh about your god. close readings of MacGyver. I'm gonna yes, absolutely I think I think Richard Dean Anderson, when he's trying to uh, make a connection with another another actor in a scene, often looks looks like he's trying like flirting with them. I don't think there's much of a difference. That is also I I think I kind of picked like it was the same energy he had with the bartender that was like mm -hmm. hitting, like mm -hmm. supposed to was the exact same one. Right. It'd be crazy if MacGyver was oh yeah he's pansexual. It's been brought up in this podcast before. <laughs> Is it right? By me. Um, but uh, that that bartender, by the Talker, way. Real, real surprise there. What does he call her? He calls her Hun or something. Not him, but the other guy's like, shot a rye, honey. And then she gives him straight up three shots of whiskey neat. I'm like, that is a, not a good bartender. That's like the, that's you being like, our liquor cost would go out the door if this lady <laughs> yeah. worked for us. Yep. Can't yeah, that actually, I bartended for one night at this um, music, <laughs> this like DIY music venue um, in Brooklyn. And and it was so embarrassing uh, because <laughs> I, the heavy pours that I would give people, I had multiple people come back and be like, this drink is kind of gross. <laughs> oh my God. That's like more of a punk show, but you should have been bartending at. Yeah. It like was. Yeah. And it was, was really still <laughs> over the top for that. Jesus Christ. I used to work in a bistro, French bistro in Long, Long Island. And they, the, all the kitchen guys were, uh, 
I think they were Argentinian. And they asked me to make them a pitcher of margaritas at the end of a shift one night. And I made them this giant pitcher of margaritas, brought them back there, dropped it off, came back about five minutes later, and they were all holding glasses and staring at me with this weird look on their face. And I'm like, how are the margaritas, guys? And they're like, you put... Uh, you put sour mix in this? <laughs> and I realized I'd just given them like tequila and lime juice and forgotten like the other ingredient. <laughs> and I'm serving it to like these people who know, they know a margarita, these guys. Uh, I was very embarrassed. You know, all Argentinians that work in French bistros really know They, they know their margaritas. <laughs> Certainly better than me. Yeah, well, uh, that, that much is clear. Better than a 22-year-old kid from Vermont. Um, uh, that's also a very good point. That sorry. is a Vermont margarita, though, to yeah, be right. fair. <laughs> Listen oh. here, you little Vermont margarita. <laughs> you, I told you you could marry any kind of man, but you brought down one of these goddamn rat rings. <laughs> <laughs> you little Vermont. <laughs> All right. we I take... missed you guys. Oh, uh, me too. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and find out more about what Shane is up to and we're going to play our last game. Uh... Hanging on by a thread. We're going to rate this episode on our scientific DTMP rating system. Stick around, we'll be right back. Hey, it's Justin from Venetian Ginger Ale here. Hey, if you love to laugh, then you're going to get a kick out of reading the ingredients on corporate soda cans. If you want something better for yourself, we use all real ingredients. It's water, cane sugar, unfiltered Peruvian ginger juice, lime juice, and we brew it with cinnamon sticks right here in Vermont. Simple ingredients, people. It's easy. Visit VenetianGingerAle.com to learn more about our local history and where you can get spicy ginger ale. That's VenetianGingerAle.com. We're back with our guest. Uh, okay, before we do our final thing here, Shane, uh, is there anything that you're up? I mean, what you said you're you're doing more shows now, right? Like, what do you want people to know? Uh, about yeah, what you're I got. Up to? Um, um, I will be doing socially distant shows in Colorado. I think you got and, a website with dates on it. Yeah, stuff, Shane is a comedian.com. Yeah, you're just touring check. and stuff, right? Yeah, like very, very kind sparsely of. and very like. If it hasn't been canceled the day before, then it's probably going to happen. Right. <laughs> Based on what we know now, like, do you have any like plans for six to twelve months from now? Are you like, like, are you just just trying to get back that out there on the road? Um. Well, I finished a pilot. Oh yeah. And cool. then um. This is the one about Robo Dick. Is that this one? Yeah, yeah. It's called American Gun Dick. Thank you, <laughs> Jesus. Did I make the time to be on your your show, and you can't even remember the name of mine. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kyle Kinane and I have a project coming out, uh, that we're doing together. And then do you have any idea how, when that's going to start dropping? Um, we want to make sure we get it right. So yeah. we're taking our time, but we're, we're doing it well. And he's just like out there growing facial hair in Oregon or it's something. Gone, he's gone insane. Yeah. <laughs> he's gone. Like I, 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 I love him. Yeah. Uh, like he's a very, very good friend, but some days he'll text me. He's like, how the fuck did you handle it out here for 10 years? It's like, it, it rains all the time. Like, I'm just like, I like, I could go to bars when I live there, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like, right, he's right. like, oh yeah, fine. But yeah, so we have that coming out. Um, good try to the pilot. Uh, there will be tour dates, you know, mm -hmm. like depending on what I feel is safe and appropriate and like yeah, what yeah. numbers are like, but you know, I think we're kind of finally heading in the right direction with some of this stuff. Yeah. Let's hope so. Uh, it's going to be great. Um, eventually. But it's, gonna, a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll all see each other again. Totally. And then, uh, well, uh, I'll be doing Waking Windows 2022, yeah. I guess. Yeah, now. 2020. <laughs> literally, it's going to be 2022. All right. Well, that's great. Um, we're going to move on to our final segment here. Okay. You it's sure? It's time for It's Classified. We are on a mission to figure out what the best episode of MacGyver is. So we are going to rate this episode. Yes. All right. This is like a rapid fire thing. We're going to rate this episode on several different characteristics. It starts with you, Shane, on a scale of one to 10. How exciting was this episode for you? I would say uh, on a scale from one to 10, mm -hmm. it's probably like, uh, it's an ABC six. It's pretty good. ABC seven, you know, like for <laughs> okay. what that programming looked like then. Yeah. 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 Okay. So this, this, this was you. something that was on at nine o'clock after Alf. 
Yeah. You know, like this was something that came on after the kids went to bed. Or Monday mm-hmm. Night Football, like was yeah, was the yeah. Night. So you kind of you know give them a little credit. This is a, this is this is about as salty as a Monday night is going to get in Dubuque, <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> so you're saying you're saying six then? Six. Right. I'll say six. I'll All say right. Cool. Six. What about you, Annie? Um, I am going to say for a MacGyver episode. I'm gonna give this a seven. What? Um, wow, I thought yeah. I was being generous. <laughs> I mean, Annie is never this generous. What happened? I know. I just felt like we had we had a mobster, we had a hockey game, we <laughs> had a mobster who's relocated um to a baseball locker room. These are all things that that really check all my boxes. So um so I'm gonna say this is a seven. We had a, a somebody faked a death like yeah you know if you if you lie faking a death thing that is and a funeral is a thing you would see in a good movie about mobsters correct yeah (laughs) so yeah like yeah yeah, like you give them some credit where it counts yeah absolutely um and i also love that they were openly talking about how the guy wasn't dead at his funeral which is just bold um and that's yeah 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 Um, I, I don't even know that I can go that high with this episode. It certainly was, it had its moments, um, but uh, it's all felt very manufactured in this episode for me. I'm going to give it a six and a half. I'm going to go right in between the two of you. Um, all right. The next category, one through 10, is how well crafted was this episode? This covers writing, directing, editing, acting, all of that. The craft of filmmaking in this episode from one to 10. I, I will say, outside of the grandpa mob boss, I thought the casting was pretty good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to give that an eight on casting. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> for what we got, because everybody else is already on the show. So the other people they're putting in it, mm-hmm. like all the guest stars or other actors that are not regulars, they all look the part, I think, except for uh, the fat guy who tried to kill Jimmy. He was just like, oh, that guy just runs an enterprise rental car. Yeah. Like, that's not, yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, that's why it's a, that's why it's not a ten. Really. Right. 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 Uh, um, <laughs> Your instinct is more on casting than anything. I'm trying to, you know, when you watch stand up and people are like, "Hey, I want to work your club," and you like have to like tell them something you liked about their set, even yeah. though you didn't like the set. <laughs> and you're like, "Well, you had a lot of energy up there. Yeah, keep right, at right, it." Right. You're oh, like, God. Or, or like you, that, those kind of things, you know, where you're like, "This is my fake way of telling you." Yeah. Or right, you right. looked like you had fun up there. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that that one bit had a lot of promise. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like right. that's what I'm doing to MacGyver. But so you know, you know, MacGyver doesn't have an ego. You have to soothe, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think he does. Okay, all right. <laughs> we don't want anybody from that show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hearing just, you. He has an ego because he's never he never loses. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know? I'm not. So, yeah. I'm not saying the character doesn't. Have, so I'm say saying say the, the show. man fails. Say the man right. fails. Let's see how fucking happy go lucky MacGyver is then. <laughs> Eating olives at a bar and fixing soda guns like he works for a regional Coke distributor. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, he really I bet he's a, I bet he's a real prick. Yeah, he's like, right. what? I got to tip you because you brought me a drink? Fuck off, toots. <laughs> like, I bet a real, if it, there's an episode where he loses, I bet he's like, yeah, he's not tipping dick. 20%. And he's like, says oh. things like, those people. Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> those rink rats. <laughs> those rink rats. <laughs> All right, Annie, what do you give it on a scale of one to 10? How cr- well crafted it was? How well crafted it was. Um, the Don't casting of Jimmy was good. I thought Jimmy okay. Thank was you. good. Great. Um, great. <laughs> it was great. So, I mean, Annabelle compared, Lee Russell. It was- <laughs> compared to every other guest star we've ever seen on this show, uh, mm-hmm. this guy was impeccable. Okay. Um, but Impex the- is right. That guy had a barrel chest on him. <laughs> <laughs> but the writing um, and and a lot of other things were not great. Uh, yeah. We're going to say four. Four. Okay. All right. Uh, man, this is so hard for me because I feel like they were trying some extra stuff in this. Like they threw everything at this and there was a lot going on and stuff. And there were some decent writing and acting moments. There were some fun lines, like the lines where he's like, you know, where he's like, if, it, if this I works, I already it'll... don't like the way you're going with this because I feel like you're going to let me down. I really <laughs> <don't>. <laughs> You want me to go higher. So, but like, so... 
Uh, oh, we have the line. Uh, uh, if this works, it'll keep us from getting caught. And if it doesn't, it'll keep us from getting old. Um, they really love themselves for writing that line. I mean, Pretty I good. would be proud of myself if I wrote that. But then honest. there's all that fucking cartoony language, that mobster <laughs> language about. Um, and even Jimmy has a lot of it. He has a lot of like regular guy, mafioso, New Jersey bullshit yeah, kind of dialogue. Like, yeah. You know, uh, I'm going to give it a five and a half. Because I think it's like... It's, You're so afraid to have the courage to step out on this balcony with us. <laughs> you know She's what? at a four. I'm at an eight. She's at a seven. <laughs> I'm at a five. You go six. What's your... You have, what are you, a swing state? Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Some fucking... <laughs> yeah, I am the Iowa caucus of this podcast. Yeah, really? I am throwing it out there. And Nathan yeah. is like, okay, come okay, on. Uh, let's... Well, then, <laughs> oh, I guess I'll vote in the special runoff, but not the general. <laughs> Oh, we're going to... Uh, okay, now for, on a scale of one to five, we switched to one to five for this. How innovative was this episode on a scale of one to five? Is it like, this is the MacGyverisms, all the bullshit he makes and makes oh. up on the spot. So like the 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 gas pipe thing that he used to break in the door with and the fucking Mylar mirror thing and the breaking the car, breaking into the car and doing the cell phone thing, all that nonsense. How was that? And I guess the soda gun Soda gun counts. shit, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say that's so that's five MacGyverism. That's five in the episode. So I'm going to give him a point for each. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so you're giving him a five. five. Yeah, I'm going to give him a five on that. And then as far as the content and quality of the MacGyverisms themselves, I thought the car thing was fun, you know, so that's like a strong. So uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to stick at five. And I also thought like it was like the thing with the soda gun was a little like, all right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just, just ask like, for a toothpick. What, like, you don't need to be clever what, about also, it. Also. Just talk to her, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 she's yeah. clearly into you, bro. Yeah. Go over there. And, and also, that woman is dressed unreasonably for I a know. bartender. Like, yeah. that, like, I know. she I'm looks like she's going to a prom. Yeah. yeah. It's and during the crazy. day, yeah. like, what is that outfit? Yeah. It's a, brunch. You're shift. an afternoon bartender and you're dressing in yeah. full. Well, it's LA. Yeah. It's summertime. The sun goes down later. It's not like you guys up in Vermont <laughs> who are just like, oh, God, we get two hours of sunlight <laughs> right. of solstice. True. Uh, all right. Five out of five. That's the uh, guy who lived in Portland for 10 years. <laughs> right, right. Real uh, so, Annie, what do you give this? Oh, God, I really I didn't like this, the soda gun thing at all, because I was just like, who are you to walk into her bar and yeah. start telling her how to fix her soda gun? Um, and I also didn't really like the car thing that much. Um, I'm going to say three overall. Okay. Oh, my God. All right. I actually did like this episode. I Thank you, Nathan. We finally agree. I'm still going to give it a four and out of five. I, but, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Uh, and also, Annie, you don't know shit about bartending. We already established right, that. True, but I... I'm so upset and I don't want to be. This is not I how I wanted this to be. the service industry, Shane. I don't know what your vibe is. But. Uh, I bartended for 15 years. <laughs> Someone came in and fixed my soda gun like that. They'd be drinking for free that night. Right, that's all right. I'd say. I'm so upset. I have no idea why I'm so upset about this. This is this is making me mad. I don't know. I feel like I'm letting you down on my own podcast. Yeah. It's, it's like, <laughs> oh good. Both what I feel like is like I'm torn between two lovers. Yeah. Because like, like, you were on my side for a bit, and then Nathan's just yeah. throwing out twos for the hell of it. Oh man. Oh my uh, god. It, we're we're in the home stretch here. Uh uh, our next category is this is also one through five. What would you give it on a eighties cool factor? So this is like fashion. It's a one. Music. It's a one because MacGyver was not cool. Oh, really? Okay. So this is very surprising to me. Um, it's a one. Okay. Like who who cool from the <laughs> 80s thought MacGyver was cool? Oh, you interesting. Bowie and Iman were just sitting there like, I can't wait. It's Tuesday night. Like <laughs> you like, think if you pulled up like uh, so if you pulled up on the street and saw MacGyver sitting in that drop top uh, Jeep with his fucking sleeves rolled up and his aviators and his blonde hair you wouldn't think that's a cool guy or his I apartment would not who his are apartment? you look at his apartment dude that's the coolest oh, shit you mean the guy who had a kb toys and a spencer's <laughs> gifts for an apartment <laughs> with a fucking douche cut no <laughs> oh, it's a God. one okay and i will not hear otherwise well, don't expect me to help you on any of these other categories then. What? Who are we? How are we even friends? This is crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Annie, what do you think? I, oh, God. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything cool about Jimmy, and I can't 
think no. of anything. Um, I kind of thought he had a poetic soul, like he missed his <laughs> shot. I yeah. thought that was sad. They really wanted us to sympathize with this murderer, didn't they? I mean, he was a yeah, straight up did. fucking murderer. And they were like, but he's he's got a handicap and he's a nice guy. Yeah, sure. He's got a heart of gold and he's, you know, a little bit, he has regrets for sure. But I don't know if any of that tracks as cool for me. Oh, no, for sure. Um, I think he's no, yeah. more tortured. Um, the only thing that I feel like it did feel very 80s, like the car phone is a good example of that and a couple other things. But like, I don't think um, MacGyver was particularly cool in this episode because like whenever you go out of your way to play hockey because you're good at hockey for no reason to show <laughs> off in front of everybody, like that is not a cool guy move. Um, it's like someone who's always suggesting that we do the thing that like they're really good right. at um, right. when you hang about, out. Like, hey, Annie, bring Sarah and we'll all go play ski ball yeah because yeah, that's what i'm really great at yeah exactly um the vibe yeah uh that i got from that opening hockey scene for no reason so i'm gonna say two. Oh man you guys are really disappointing me uh okay uh so i yeah okay well <laughs> so l- my point is whatever you think about how cool macgyver was i'm looking at this whole episode as like a time capsule to the 80s and the fact that they represent his apartment as this fucking cool ass bachelor pad and they make him into this like cool 80s guy with the bleach blonde hair and stuff and the convertible jeep and all this shit like all the sun-drenched like scenes in this make me feel like this is a much cooler episode than some of the other ones we've seen it has like an 80s vibe in la to it uh, so it feels cool to me and the, I'm going to give it a high score in this category. And the only reason why I'm not giving it a five is because I've seen the next episode, <laughs> which oh is definitely a five. So this is a four, You're, um, what? as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, man, it's fucking cool. You don't get to jump ahead to have a better grade. That's fucking <laughs> nuts. I'm just saying the that, that's setting the, the bell bar. curve for everybody else in this class. Oh yeah. Nathan's <laughs> already done the extra credit before class yeah. has mm-hmm. even begun. Um, I did not think I was going to take this much abuse on this episode. It's really kind of fun. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> This is the last action than MacGyver. I'll tell you that (laughs) this is the last thing here. Uh, We're going to do a bonus categories and this is just the uh, yes or no. Uh, If it gets, if it's yes, it'll get extra points. Does he help out an old friend in this episode? Uh, This is, he makes a new friend. He doesn't help out some old existing friend. So that's no, but so, do we count that as a positive though? Because he did, he did kind of do something. He, he made an old, new he old. He made, friend. he made a friend. But this is like, is he like helping out an existing old friend? He comes in to like swoops in to help out that old friend, which happens like all the time. Okay. Um, but he's not doing I mean, that. I still think we should give him a point for it. But whatever. All right. You want to give him one point? I want to point. give him a point for it because he helped great. an old man okay. with regrets have a new lease on life. <laughs> so the the second question, if that if the answer to that question is affirmative, then the second question is, does that friend die? <laughs> because it loses uh, points. Kinda. If yeah. they kinda. Die. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. He keeps Maybe I should be on this show every week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no to that. He doesn't lose points for that. He doesn't lose points for mock killing the guy. Um, is he, is MacGyver detained against his will in this episode? Um, I mean, if you have to run inside a place to hide from mobsters, is that a detainment or is that? That's a good question. Yeah. What do we think? I would I say no. I don't think that counts. No. Okay. Yeah, it's, count. it's just fleeing because they never caught him. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. He, he definitely fled. He, he wasn't locked in a room. Which, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he was in the penalty box. Does that count? <laughs> that does count. Because he put up, because he was upset. Remember, he was like, open your eyes. That definitely counts. Which Nathan, also is not in character, by the way. For him to just hit a guy for no, no reason no, no, playing no. hockey is they so They put him in there for, for the exposition. I think that's kind of like, you know, they say like, um, like they'll say like certain football players are insane, like people when they're playing football. And then when mm-hmm. they get off, they're just like, I just like to sit in my chair and watch Downton. Right, right, right. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like once they're on their field, they're just like, I'm going to shit in your guts or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like maybe MacGyver's got a little bit of beast in him when he's on. Okay. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take he's that. In yeah. Rink. Um, but yeah. I- when he's, uh, when he's being a little rat rink. Yeah. <laughs> rink rat, rink rat, not rat rink. Rat rink. <laughs> Rat Rink is like kind of cute. Hey, come on over here, Rat Rink. Oh my god. <laughs> we can't give it the extra point for the penalty box though, right? That's not that's I not no, I would like to, count. but I just kind of whatever. <laughs> but Shane, you guys, are, you guys don't give me gimmies. He likes to fuck shit up here. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm a, more of a chaos age. I've been alone a lot. I've been alone a lot. 
<laughs> yeah, I get it. You're um, both hitched, you know. Like. <laughs> All right, so that concludes. It's classified. It's time to reveal the results. Out of a total possible 100 points, this episode receives 57 points, making it the best episode of season two so far. Better than last week. And I agree. I agree with that. It is it better is than better last than week's. Last week. I think it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, did we miss anything before we get going here? Anything? Last thoughts? The things you wanted to say, etc. Thanks for doing this, Shane. This was super I, I, fun. It's just been super, super fun. I know I've been freaking out but, and having a, <laughs> and drawing a lot of wild fucking lines in the sand. Uh, uh, but it, this has been super fun. Yeah, uh, and I would like to say <laughs> that I think MacGyver is all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, will you watch more episodes of it? That's what I want to know. Uh, no. No. <laughs> These things are two bucks a piece. I know, They're right? Two bucks a twist. They're twenty-four episodes a season. I don't want to ask people to illegally download this show. You but, don't. But I feel like it would be easy to find somewhere if you knew how to do that. Yeah, there's probably a fucking YouTube page in India that it's subtitled from. Yeah, hundred percent. It, it yeah. it's yeah. out yeah. there. If Netflix uh, could just put it up, that, that would, would be great, great too. Yeah. Uh, but you know. Guess the market's not there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, That is it for this week. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to check out our website at themacgyverpod.com and all our socials and our Patreon. It's all at themacgyverpod. How pissed is Richard Dean Anderson going to be when he can't do the (laughs) MacGyverpod? I know. Yeah, he's 71 years old. He's starting a podcast called The MacGyver Pod. It's got to be the the MacGyver (laughs) Pod one at Gmail. As we mentioned, if you want to watch old episodes of the show along with us, you can get them on CBS All Access or buy them on Amazon Prime or illegally download them. Join us next week. We'll be breaking down Season 2, Episode 3, Twice Stung. Take care, everybody. And remember, in the immortal words of our buddy Mac, friends friends are are the adventures of life. life. Of life adventures. (laughs) Good night, everyone. Uh, uh, will you say friends are the adventures of life with us? Friends and the adventures of life. Friends are the adventures of life. Friends are the adventures of life. <laughs> this is a oh, MacGyver excuse me, sorry. quote that we use at the <laughs> well, end of the Well, then that show. guy put the tattoo on my back wrong. <laughs> 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 you know-